This program may contain content of an explicit nature. Listener discretion is advised. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you tonight's special presentation. It has been established that persons who have recently died have been returning to life. Well, I've heard of ambulance chasing, but this is something new. He destroyed himself. How true that will be. This brain has been drained. It must be a mutation, a freak of nature. Here's a serum that will heal you whether you're rabid or not. so patiently for him to arrive. The, the landlord, of course, came in early to get the place into tip-top shape for my annual job assessment. The, come to think of it, I've been here as long as I can remember, and I've never had a job review. So, not quite sure where the annual part comes from, but I digress. You know, he really should have been here by now. I'm certainly on time for my shift, and he's the head honcho. Owns the damn shop. You'd really think he'd be more timely. Anyhow... Do you like what I've done with the place? Got it all festive for the holidays. <laughs> all these Christmas lights are a bit harsh on the eyes. And this wretched holiday music gives me a bad case of indigestion. <laughs> At least, I broke out the eggnog. <laughs> Made myself an extra potent batch. <laughs> well, while I wait, we may as well just jump right into it, shall we? This month's tale is about a couple who are in the early stages of their relationship. Sort of the feeling up process. <laughs> oh, uh, pardon me. The feeling out process. <laughs> you know, 
just getting to know each other better. And well, it's Christmas Eve, and they've decided to stay in from the cold, get a little cozy, and uh, exchange fluids. Oh, <laughs> uh, gifts I need. <laughs> so, why don't we join them and listen in? See where things go from here, you know. <laughs> it's a good old merry yarn I like to call a gift to remember. Well, hello, my dear. I've been eagerly awaiting your arrival. Please, come inside. <laughs> You're such a dork, Nank. But thank you. Don't mind if I do. Here, let me grab your coat. Oh, thank you. Such a gentleman. <laughs> I try. So glad you made it here safely. How were the roads? Oh, you know, not too bad. The snow's starting to get a little heavier, though. It'd be a real shame if I got stuck here. Oh, would it now? Never know with this weather. I just might have to stay the night. Well, well. I certainly wouldn't object to that. Come on, Snow. Again, such a dork. Wow, impressive. Why all the extra security? Are you trying to make sure I can't escape when I find out your true intentions? Um... <laughs> oh my god, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, of course. It's these neighborhood kids. Bunch of little hooligans. Can never be too careful, you know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think it just sounded like my father. Yep, total dork. <laughs> well... I hope you're hungry. Wait till you see the feast that I prepared for us this evening. Ooh, and he cooks? I knew there was something about you I liked. Oh, Andrea, there are many secrets you don't know about me. We haven't even scratched the surface. I love a man of mystery. Shall we? The kitchen is this way. Lead the way.
Nick, this is absolutely amazing. Where did you learn to cook like this? Oh, well, my... Um... I, I went to culinary school, actually. Oh, wow. Where at? Um, in uh, the city. <laughs> there are quite a few cities, Nick. Could you be a little more specific? Why do you need to know everything? Um, I'm sorry. Maybe this was a bad idea. Oh my god, Andrea. I am so sorry. I, I, I was just joking. Well, it certainly didn't sound like you were joking. Really, I... To be honest with you, my doctor just put me on this medication, and it gives me these terrible mood swings. I'm going to see if he can prescribe me something else. Uh, yeah, that's definitely not normal. I've never seen you like that. I'm really sorry. I, I know this whole thing is new, for both of us. But I feel this amazing connection to you. Like, I can really just be myself with you. I don't want to mess anything up. Even just telling you about the medicine, or that outburst... I'm sorry I tried to lie about it. I'm so embarrassed. If you want to go home, I don't blame you. Oh. It's alright, Nicholas. You're being honest with me now, and that's what matters. It's okay. Just make sure you check in with your doctor about it right away. I will. I promise. What was that? Um, I'm not sure. Nick, is there someone else here? Do you have a roommate or something? No, of course not. I would have told you if I did. The house is old. Probably just the pipes. I hear it all the time. But you just said you didn't know what that noise was. It's nothing, really. Trust me, nobody's getting in here with all those locks. Not getting out either. Are you sure you don't want to go check at least? It's totally fine. Alright, but if there's some psycho Santa up there ready to come down the chimney and hack us to pieces, it's totally your fault. If it'll make you feel safer, I'll go take a look, just to be sure. Why don't you go have a seat in the living room and relax? I'll be right back and then we can get down to business. Um, that's a bit forward, don't you think? What? Oh, my goodness. I meant the gifts. It's Christmas Eve. I meant we can get down to business like we can exchange gifts. Sorry. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> it's okay. I'll just go into the living room and wait for you. Alright. I'll be right back. In a jiffy. Come on. What the hell is wrong with these locks? Damn it. Coast is clear. Nobody else there. Okay, thanks for checking. Sorry about that. I guess I left the window open in the bathroom. The door was banging around from the wind coming in. 
Nothing to worry about. Oh, good. Andrea? Are you okay? Yes, I'm, I'm fine. Why? You seem like you're out of breath. And you're shaking. Oh, I just got myself a little worked up over the noise and was worrying that you were okay up there. Oh, <laughs> no need to worry. I'm perfectly fine. So, should we get to the gifts? Sounds good to me. Here you go. Oh, thank you. Well, are you going to open it? I'm getting there, trying to savor the moment, you know? I really hope you like it. Oh, wow. Nick, this necklace is gorgeous. You shouldn't have. Here, let me put it on for you. It's perfect. Thank you so much. You're welcome. A perfect gift for the perfect lady. Aw, you're so sweet. Well, your gift isn't quite as lavish, but, well, it's from the heart. I'm sure it's wonderful. Here you go. To my dearest Nick, I've searched for so long, but now I finally found you. To our first Christmas together, yours, Andrea. And there's a gift card to Big Bubba's. Yeah, the burger joint we first met at. I know how much you like those Big Bubba burgers. Oh, um... Yeah, I, I love them. This is awesome. You hate it. I'm sorry. I had no idea you were going to get me such a beautiful gift. I feel like such an idiot. Oh, no. Come on now. Th this is great. You're totally right. I do love those burgers. And Christmas isn't just about gifts. It's about spending it with the ones you love. Oh, um, I didn't know we were at that point yet. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I just keep saying all the wrong things. Oh, no, I didn't mean it like that. Hey, there's another gift over there behind the tree. Oh. <laughs> you got me. Tried to play it off like you just got me the gift card, eh? Trying to be all sneaky, huh? Uh, yeah, you got me. <laughs> Hmm. I wonder what could be inside. Um, Nick, I have to tell you something. Oh? What is it? Hold that thought. Let me get that real quick. Hello? Open it. Pardon me? Open the gift. Who the hell is this? I said, open the fucking gift.
gift. Alright, asshole. Real funny joke. Now who the hell is this? Nick, what's going on? Who was that? You're not gonna believe this, but they told me to open the gift. How... How would they know... Nick, I was going to... You know what? I'm so dumb. It's Christmas Eve. Of course people are opening gifts. Just a stupid prank call. Nick, listen. I was trying to tell you that the gift... Yes? What about it? It isn't for me. It's not? No... I just saw it sitting in the corner, and I thought you had put it there. You got excited, so I didn't want to ruin it. So, if you didn't put it there, then who the hell- Nick, just calm down. It was probably just a silly prank call, like you said. Maybe the gift is from a family member. Did you have anyone over to visit recently? Maybe they left it for you. (sighs) Actually, my brother was here the other night. You're probably right. Just relax, babe. I'm sure that's what it was. Look, I grabbed a bottle of wine from the kitchen when you were upstairs, and I took the liberty of pouring us each a glass. I think we could use one at this point. Oh, thank you. Mmm. Very good. What is it? Oh, it's a dark red blend. You like it? What the hell? I swear, if this is the same asshole again... Hello? I told you. Open the gift. Listen, don't you have anything better to do on Christmas Eve than making prank phone calls? This is no prank, Nick. Open the goddamn box. Now! All right, motherfucker! I don't know who you are, but if you call her one more time, you're gonna be real sorry. Nick, are you okay? I... I'm sorry. It was the same guy again. What did he say? He just kept saying to... To what? To... Open the box. Uh, The gift, you know? But I'm sure it's not... Like like you said, it's just a coincidence. Well, maybe you should open the gift. If it's from your brother, it might cheer you up. Help lighten the mood, right? Maybe. Sure. You know what? (laughs) Why not? It's, um, it's, it's, I, I don't, I don't feel so good. Ugh.
What the fuck took you so long, David? Well, in case you didn't notice, it's like fucking Fort Knox in here. Maybe if you'd unbolted all the locks, I'd have been in sooner. I tried, you asshole. Obviously not hard enough. I had to break in through the basement. Oh, he said the window was open upstairs. I thought that was you. And the loud bangs? The fuck are you talking about, Andrea? Ugh, never mind. (sighs) 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 Well, looky who decided to wake up. Rise and shine, motherfucker. What the hell? Untie me! Untie me, goddammit! Good luck with that one. Guess you didn't like the gift, huh? Must have been such a shocker. You passed the fuck out. Took a damn nosedive. Face first on the floor. Damn. Nice gas you got there. Looks painful. David, quit messing around. He needs to know. Andrea! Why? What? Why are you doing this to me? Me? Doing this to you? Oh, come on, Nick. The gift didn't ring any bells. It's... it's a teddy bear. I... I I don't... I, I, I don't understand. You're damn right it's a teddy bear. It's Oliver's teddy bear. Oliver, our son? That's right, you piece of shit. You really thought you'd get away with it. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't I don't know anything about your son. <sighs> oh, sorry. <laughs> you don't mind if I smoke in the house, do you? <laughs> Bad habit, I know. Please, s- stop. Take whatever you want. Just leave me alone, please. <laughs> you think we're here to rob you? Hun, he thinks we're gonna rob him. <laughs> We're here to collect, all right, but we don't need your money. You need to tell us what you did with Oliver. I don't even know who Oliver is! I'm telling you the truth, goddammit! It burns! Oh, it burns! Stop! Stop it, it burns! Not a smoker, eh? Stop! Stop! Oh, please, no! (laughs) Is that what Oliver said when you took him? You really thought you'd get away with it, didn't you? You disgust me, you fucking piece of shit! When the cops let you go on insufficient evidence, we followed you. Lurking around school playgrounds, ice cream shops, just watching all the little kitties weren't you. What?! No! You really are a sick motherfucker. Took a while to come up with a plan, but once we did, we knew we had to see it through. I still can't believe you fell for the pretty girl at the burger joint, just fawning all over you. Surprising, since I'm a little out of your age range, right? So I played the dating game with you for a few weeks to earn your trust and get inside the house. Which leads us to tonight. The phone calls were my idea. Thought it had a nice touch. Always did like that movie. You know, the guy in the goofy mask. Hello, Nikki. What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> oh, this voice changer thing is great. David, come on. Stick to the plan. Sorry. 
Sometimes I get a little carried away. Listen, you bastard. It's Christmas Eve, and you're going to give us the greatest gift of all. You're going to tell us where our son is. I don't know. I'm telling you. N- none of this is true. You, you, you've got the wrong guy. Listen, this can end one of two ways for you, bud. I was really hoping it wouldn't have to get messy, but... You... You shot me in the leg! I was aiming for something else. I guess luck's on your side tonight. Now, why don't you tell me where the fuck our son is? I'm pretty sure I'll have better aim with the next shot. No! Please, don't! Don't do it! I'm telling you the truth! What the fuck is that? Is there somebody else in the house? Answer me now, motherfucker. Mm, No! I told you. I heard something before from upstairs. I thought it was you trying to break in the house. Uh, Alright, I'll go up and look around. You stay here with him. Doesn't look like he's going anywhere. Okay, just please be careful. If anyone's up there, I got a 9mm with their name on it. You better start talking soon, or this isn't going to end well for you. Uh, I'm... I'm bleeding out here. I can't feel my leg. If I knew anything, don't you think I would have told you by now? David! No! No, David, talk to me. David, can you hear me? You've been shot. David, wake up. Wait. Stop. Stop. Don't come any closer. No! Well, look who decided to wake up. Rise and shine, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, ow, the fuck? Your leg. I fucking shot you. In the leg. Oh, healed up quick, right? <laughs> nah, I'm just messing with you. You didn't shoot. Yes, I did. I fucking shot you. There's no blood? How are you able to stand? Oh, must be something supernatural. (laughs) There's no blood. Ah, gotcha again. (laughs) You didn't shoot me. You shot my brother. And you know what? That... Pretty fucked up, to be honest. Look at poor little Nikki over there in the corner. And my hands, my clothes. Jesus Christ, look at this mess. Took me a bit to get the bleeding under control, but you know, I think Nick's gonna be just fine. It's a good thing you're a lousy fucking shot. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Why are you doing this? Oh, why am I doing this? 
You're the ones that poisoned my twin brother, tied him up, burned him with cigarettes, and shot him in the leg. And you want to know why I'm doing this to you? <laughs> ah, yes, the twin part. <laughs> now, are you starting to understand? I know you're both a couple of fucktards, but maybe hear me out. You ready for this? It's story time, boys and girls. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> See, Nicholas is my twin brother. Yeah, identical. Crazy how much we look alike. <laughs> Who would have guessed? But it wasn't always just the two of us. See, when we were just a couple little shits, we had another sibling. And his name was... Drum roll, please. Brrr, Oliver. <laughs> he was our younger brother. And we loved him more than anything. But you see, Nicky... He had a habit of doing stupid shit. Still does. God love him, but, uh, <laughs> just can't help himself. He's got, uh, issues, shall we say. Anger problems. <laughs> can't control it like I can. And let's be honest, we didn't have the greatest parents in the world either. Treated us really poorly. Between the constant verbal abuse and the beatings we would take. Ooh. And that one time when Daddy went after Oliver, well, what do you think happened then? <laughs> Good old Nicky and his anger issues. <laughs> you see, Daddy had told him time and time again not to touch those matches and not to play with anything in the shed. <laughs> but that didn't stop him that day. See, so he grabbed the gas can, and he lit the match, and poof, up they went with the house. Mommy and Daddy burning in hell for their sins, and for everything they did to us. The only problem was, well, want to tell them the big finale, Nicky boy? Vincent, stop it! You know I can't talk about this. I can't! I can't! I can't! I can't! God damn it! Stop it! I can't! You can't make me! See what I mean? He really needs some, uh, serious therapy for all that pent-up rage she's feeling. Anyway, as luck would have it, our poor, sweet little brother Oliver, well, Nikki told him to run outside the house, you see. But when the beams fell, he got stuck underneath he was trapped inside the house, the flames scorching his body, incinerating his flesh. He screamed in agony until he died, just like mommy and daddy. Our brother was gone. There wasn't a goddamn thing we could do about it. I didn't mean to do it. No, 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 no. No. Eh. 
Not the happiest of endings, right? Listen, I'm sorry about your brother, but what does that have to do with us? Everything. It has everything to do with you. He's right, you know. We missed our brother so much. I mean, you can see what it's done to Nikki. He's a mess. I mean, Jesus Christ. So since we couldn't bring Oliver back from the dead, and believe me when I tell you that we, we tried. That voodoo mumbo jumbo bullshit, that's all it is. That shit don't work. So what's the next best thing? Another Oliver. One we can love and take care of and complete our family once again. You're fucking crazy. You're fucking sick. Both of you motherfuckers. Where is our son? He's not your brother. He's our son, goddammit. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. He has a family now. One who will love and cherish him forever. Isn't that right, brother? Oliver! Oliver, it's really you! Oliver, I missed you so much! Oliver, come here, son! We love you! Please, help us, son! Untie us, Oliver, then this can all be over. Whatever they did to you, it's over now. <laughs> um, are you fucking dense or something? You're both tied up. I'm pointing a pistol at you. And uh, Oliver has a very large, shiny knife in his hand. What are you going to do? You know what? Go ahead, brother. Let them be free. We are a family now. Remember? Yes, brother. Oliver, put the knife down. What are you doing? Oliver, put the fucking knife down! No! <laughs> Oliver, please, no! That a boy, Oliver. It's okay now. They're gone. It's only us now. Ain't that right, Nikki? Yes. Oliver, it's so good to have you back. I love you, brother. I love you too. Both of you. Where will we go now, brother? We'll find a new home. Don't you worry. Vincent, is it? Uh, yes. That's me. Ah, uh, hello. I'm Dr. Barnes. Uh, your brother Nick is doing much better now. Uh, luckily, whatever he got hit with just grazed the skin. Nothing too major. Uh, what did you say happened again? Well, if I didn't know any better, I'd say it looks like he might have been shot. Oh, uh, no, sir. 
Nothing like that. When I came home, I uh, found him unconscious at the bottom of the stairs. He uh, took a nasty fall. He must have hit a nail or something on the way down. Mm, Well, just have him change the bandages regularly, but I'd say he'll be fine in a day or two. I just have to fill out some paperwork and we'll be releasing him within an hour or so. Perfect. Thank you, Doctor. Of course. And uh, who is this young lad we have here? Oh, that's my little brother Oliver. Oh, and I thought he was your son. (laughs) Oh, quite an age difference. Yes, it's uh, complicated. (laughs) Well, your brother will be right out. A shame you had to spend half the day here on Christmas of all days. But, uh, well, I hope you can still enjoy what's left of it. Nothing like having family together for the holidays. I couldn't agree more. Merry Christmas, Dr. Barnes. Oh, Merry Christmas to you, too. Brother Vincent? Yes, Holly? Who's that little girl over there? She looks lonely. Where are her parents? Hmm. Let's go see if we can cheer her up, shall we? Say... What would you think about having a little sister one day? I think I'd like that, Brother Vincent. I'd really like that. Well, you know what they say. It's always good when you get two for the price of one. (laughs) Speaking of, I think I've indulged a bit too much of the eggnog. Oh, I'm starting to see double. Pardon me. Oh, my! With all the festivities, I almost forgot about the landlord! I think that's him arriving now! Let's see. Give the hair a quick comb. Oh, right. Not much left to comb, is there? Was my tie straight? Oh, hell! I'm a disheveled mess! Who am I kidding? There's no fixing this. Shh. All right, all right. Now pipe down. Here he comes now. Um. Um. Hello, sir. Greetings. Uh, I hope you had a safe trip. I don't 
actually believe we've ever met before. What with me being hired on by the temp agency so long ago and all. I am the shopkeeper. And uh, to whom do I bestow this honor? Uh, that's how it goes. Uh, what shall I call you, kind sir? In all the documentation I have here, it's only ever referred to you as the landlord. <laughs> oh, I've been known by many names. I could rattle off the list for you, but that's ancient history anyway. The landlord will do just fine. Well, Mr. Landlord, it's a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Pleasure's all yours. But what do you say we slice through the BS and get down to business, shall we? I've noticed your upkeep of the place has been rather abysmal, wouldn't you say? You've let just any old creature in here whenever you please. The real dregs of society. And time after time, the shop has been in a constant state of disrepair. It is my building, after all. My business. And you've turned it into quite the disaster. Um, sir, I assure you, I had nothing to do with the damages to the place. That was all the customer's fault. Hmm, playing the blame game now, are we? Haven't you heard? The customer is always right. And you've had quite a few chances to amend the situation. But you've failed miserably. I must say, I don't know if I can trust you to live up to your word anymore. Please, sir, the, the shop, it, it's all I have. It, it keeps me going. Without this place, why, I don't know what I'd do with myself. I take a lot of pride in my work, you know. Well, so far, it hasn't shown, and I'm certainly not impressed. That's why I've decided to close the doors on this place for good. This building is in ruins, and it just is not suitable for even your customers. Closing the shop? No, sir, you can't. I urge you to please reconsider. Please, sir, I'm begging you. Well, tell you what. I do admire your diligence. But, we've simply outgrown the place here. It's a bit cramped, and there's still just too much to be done here to bring the shop up to code. So, while the shop here will close its doors, I've decided it's time to expand. I've sold part of the business, brought in a partner or two, and I can assure you, there are going to be some changes around here. And boy, do I mean big ones. Oh? Um, changes, sir? As in, uh, what kind of changes? I thought you'd never ask. Here is a list of potential employees for you to interview. You've certainly got your hands full. Oh, and this is your new contract. I expect it signed, sealed, and delivered by tomorrow morning. All the details of your new responsibilities are listed there. Dress code, yada yada as well as the new address. Employees? 
responsibilities? A new address? What is this all about? Oh, yes. The horror shop is going... Corporate. Corporate? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, you'll see. In due time, my boy. In due time. Until next season, kitties. Hey, wait a second. That's my line. I always close the show. I've already given you a second chance. I can easily find a new shopkeeper. You know, time a dozen these days. Oh, no, Sam. Uh, sorry. As you were. Good. I've always wanted to do this. <clears throat> now. Attention, customers. Bring your final purchases to the counter. Because it's lights out. From the horror shop. <laughs> You've been listening to Horror Shop Radio, Episode 8, A Gift to Remember. Written, directed, and produced by Matthew Bird. The cast included voice performances by Summer Harris as Andrea, Jason G. Saris as both Nicholas and Vincent, Connor Beshoven as David, Haley Bird as Oliver, and Joe Stofko as Dr. Barnes. The outro narrative segment featured a special guest appearance by Jason Wilson, the creator of the Grey Rooms podcast. We'd like to give a special thanks to Jason and Cassie Pertit from the Grey Rooms for their time and efforts in making this possible. The musical score for this episode was composed by Damon Price. You can visit his website at damonprice.com. That's D-A-I-M-O-N-P-R-I-C-E. Com, or check him out on Apple Music. Additional music from Mayu and Kevin McLeod and used on a Creative Commons license. Attributions are in the show notes. The Horror Shop Radio theme music was composed by Steve Ville of the band Techno Kill. You can also visit their website at technokill.com. That's T-E-K-N-O-K-I-L-L.com or on Apple Music as well. Additional sound design from freesound.org and used on a Creative Commons license. The cover art was designed, as always, by Bill Pittenger. Wow, you're a bleeder, aren't you? What a mess. <clears throat> Pardon me. If you're enjoying Horror Shop Radio, please take a moment to review us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. This will get the show noticed more and help us to reach a broader audience. Hey, hold on a second here. Who the hell are you? And where's the regular announcer guy? Oh, he didn't tell you? Tell me what? I'm the new hire. The landlord personally brought me in to fill the position. My name is Carson Campbell, and I am the greeter. Ugh, and it begins already. Carry on. Why, thank you. Now, where was I? Oh yes, since this episode closed out our first season, be sure to stay tuned for season two of Horror Shop Radio, coming soon.
with many more surprises in store. The horror shop expands and takes on a new form with a bigger storefront, more new employees, and of course, the shopkeeper. Bringing you all new, original, terrifying stories to sink your teeth into. In the meantime, please give our friends at the Grey Rooms podcast a listen. The Grey Rooms podcast is a horror anthology set within a serial audio drama where the main protagonist experiences death through the eyes of another person. Everyone dies at the end of this show, folks. It's scary stuff. And with over 1.5 million downloads, the show continues to deliver on its promise since day one. Five-star quality scares in an immersive audio environment. Season four of The Grey Rooms features all new realms of horror as management breaks down the rooms and sets off across a horizon of terror. A trio of new guests awaken on a luxury train, crawling its way across an impossible landscape. At each stop, one of the guests exits the train and finds themselves forced to experience the final moments of another person's life. With every episode features a new horrific death. And again and again, the passengers find themselves awakening back on the train, forced to live death after death, unable to save themselves from the agony and terror of ends not their own. Season 4 began on November 26, 2021, and continues with new episodes on a weekly basis. We thank you for listening to Horror Shop Radio and hope that you will subscribe and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. You can also visit us at horrorshopradio.com or on social media at Horror Shop Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Horror Shop Radio is a production of Horror Shop Films and Innovation Cinema Productions. Copyright 2021.